Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Sports of the Legend. Along with my course, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, where my mold. Um, I, I want to, um, you know, first off, you know, before I start the show, I mean, as you all know, uh, um, on November 15th, 2009, um, I started this wonderful journey with with all of you, Um uh, you know, doing this show, Sports Urban Legend, you know, me and Mac, you know, doing this show. And, uh, you know, I want to thank you guys for, you know, going on, on this journey for nine years. Um, in a few days, the the anniversary, in four days, it's going to be the anniversary. So, you know, I just want to, you know, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, you know, for sticking with the show. Um I don't know what's going on with Mac. Um, he he should be calling any moment now to come on the show as well. Um, but um, you know, of course, you guys know the number is nine one seven three eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven three eight four one eight nine. So free to talk about uh, you know any of the topics we're going to talk about. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about. Um, the Survivor Series, um, that's going to happen uh, next uh, Sunday. You know, we're also going to talk about, um, you know, what's going on in uh, Week 10 in the NFL. Um, and, uh, of course, the Knicks. Man, the Knicks are on, on a hot, hot streak right now. And anything that's going on in sports entertainment, as always. But um, uh, until Mac uh, can find a way to, you know, come through. Uh, it's just me and you guys. So, again, I want to thank you guys for your, you know, your long support, keeping this show afloat for nine years and hopefully for many for many more years. So, again, I thank you for, um, you know, sticking with me for all these years. Um, but, uh, you know, without uh, further ado, you know, I want to thank you guys again. Um, you know, let me uh let me go let me just jump into the Survivor series. And um um this is the thirtieth anniversary of the Survivor series. Um and um should be a pretty good Survivor series. Um you know, my biggest complaint was the title was uh, you know, the heavyweight title with Jinder Mahal being the champion, but um Fortunately, uh, you know, WWE remedied that with uh, AJ Styles winning the title and uh, becoming a two-time WWE champion. So, you know, that definitely uh, makes uh, the Brock Lesnar bout, the universal champion Brock Lesnar versus the the now new United States champ, the, the new WWE champion, um, AJ Styles, you know, that matches a lot more, um, 
appealing to see, for sure. And um, basically, um, but before we dive in, straight into the uh, you know the Survivor Series main event, which now has a lot more more appeal because of that uh, surprising moment, you know, in uh, in the UK this past Tuesday. We'll dive more into that a little bit more later. Uh, here's the kickoff show for uh, Survivor Series. You got Enzo Mori versus uh, Kalisto for the WWE uh, Cruiserweight Championship. And, um, yeah, I think the same here, same thing here. Um, I think uh, Enzo's going to retain it. By hook or by crook, he's going to retain the title. Um, you know, the title's been, you know, basically been hot potato between these two guys in the past couple of months. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kalisto um, overcame, uh, you know, Enzo shenanigans and came out with the victory and the title. But, um, yeah, I think Enzo will, I think Enzo will win, find a way to win. Um, the title has been, you know, in a tailspin ever since uh, Neville lost the title uh, for the first time to, um, to um, uh, Enzo Amore, uh a few a few months ago, so and then which also resulted in uh, Neville, you know, walking out with the title, you know, getting the title by, you know, sneaky um, situation, you know, by his sneaky underhanded stuff being a heel, you know, but I think uh, Enzo will definitely retain the title. And, uh, you know, hold on to it for at least, uh, you know, another another day. Um, then you got the, 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 Raw, the Raw and SmackDown Women uh, Survivor Series matches. Team Raw, Alicia Fox, the captain, Nia Jax, uh, Asuka, you know, also known as Asuka, but they pronounce it Asuka, so we'll go with Asuka. Uh, Sasha Banks and someone to be named later, which they'll reveal on Raw. Is coming uh, Raw, which I mean, there I'm hearing there's rumors it might be Paige, but you know we'll see what we'll see what happens with that. Um, but um, there's also uh, the the team Raws. They're going to be battling uh, the the SmackDown champion, rather I should say, the SmackDown captain Becky Lynch, Carmella. Charlotte Flair, Naomi, and Tamina. So, and of course, uh, uh, James Allworth and Lana are going to be, you know, you know, man, you know, managers for the team. And this is going to be um, the first ever uh, women's uh, traditional um, five-on-five uh, Survivor Series elimination match. Um, and I think uh, I think Raw will win. Oscar will be the sole survivor. Um, I could see Sasha Banks maybe staying too. Um, well, yeah, hmm, that's a, a tough one. Because I could, I could definitely see Oscar, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax being the sole survivors. But if it goes down to one, I'd say Oscar would be the sole survivor. So yeah, I think Team Raw, Team Raw will win. Uh, Alicia Fox will be the first elimination, even though she's the captain. 
she'll probably, uh, you know, get the disarmament by uh, Becky Lynch, like probably in the thir- first 30 seconds of the match or so. She'll be the first elimination, no doubt about that. And uh, Team Mar will win. And then on to the men's side, you got Kurt Angle, the GM. He's coming out of retirement again after his impressive, uh, you know, three-on-three uh, tag team match with the other two members of the Shield, uh, Dean Ambrose and um, um, Seth Rollins. He's he's also going to um, team up. Uh, of course, that was at TLC, but but on uh, Survivor Series, you're going to have Kurt Angle uh, team up with Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and Jason Jordan. And they will go head-to-head with the SmackDown's GM, Shane McMahon, the Viper, Randy Orton, Braun, uh, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena in a, a traditional Survivor Series match. But uh, let me see. Um, I, let me think about that. Um, yeah, I can see this. I can see this, um, you know, match going either way. Um, I don't see anybody defeating Von Strowman. So, uh, probably Team Raw will win this one again. Uh, I think Von Strowman... Braun Strowman, maybe some more Joe might be there. Hey, Will. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Hey, man. Hey, sorry about that. Uh, it's a long story. I'll explain later on when I'm late to the show. Hey, a pleasant surprise, man. I'm glad you glad you, you got on the show, man. I was just, uh, you know, thanking the fans for all the years, uh, you know, for, you know, sticking by us, man. I was uh, just giving my... Uh, you know, my um, thoughts about the Survivor Series. Uh, so far, I yep. said that um, I think Enzo will retain the title, the Cruiserweight, but I wouldn't be surprised Kalista would win. Uh, I also mm-hmm. think uh, Team Raw will win for the females, Asuka, or Asuka as we call her. She'll be the yep. first survivor <laughs> on, on that one. And Alicia Fox will be the first elimination, even though she's the Raw's captain. Um, and I'm up to now. I'm up to Raw, so yeah. Basically, I'm thinking that Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe will be the sole survivors of Team Raw. Maybe Kurt Angle as well. I mean, he's he's you know he's been riding high. Oh, but you know what? I just thought of something as I'm telling you this. Jason Jordan might betray him. I could see that happening. Oh yeah, you're right. So yeah, I could see that happening. I was just thinking Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe, and then I'm like, wait a minute, Jason Jordan could betray him, his father, and be like, hey, you know, I'm not really a, your son. I was just using you to, to get me, get the, you know, get get ahead, and that could set up possibly a WrestleMania feud. That would be interesting. So father versus son. I could, yeah, I could see that betrayal, but. I still, I still can see Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe still winning. Maybe he'll. Maybe Jason Jordan will cost Kurt Angle the victory, but you know it cost him being eliminated. But I, I still can't see Braun Strowman or Samoa Joe being defeated unless they were facing a Brock yeah. Lesnar type person. So I think I'm still gonna stick with Team Raw winning. 
Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe will be the sole survivors, but Jason Jordan will cost uh, Kurt Angle the victory. Maybe after he gets yeah, eliminated. That's going to be um, that's going to be very uh, surprising if Jason Jordan does that. If he ends up costing his dad that match, him going against his dad, you know, getting rid of that, you know, good guy babyface gimmick he's had for a while now. Exactly, because he's he's like a modern day Rocky Maivia, basically smiling. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. Talented guy, but. He's like a old school baby face, goody two shoes good guy, smiling all the time. Yeah. But um, basically what Kurt Angle was when he first started, but Kurt Angle was a heel, but you know he was Kurt Angle had like it, it, Kurt Angle was like a mock, you know baby face, you know, mm-hmm. with his three eyes drinking milk, but you know Kurt Angle was clearly a heel, but his gimmick was would have been like a old school Bob Backlund type of good guy, basically. Right. Yeah. And and now that I think about it, Bob Backlund was his was his manager early on. Oh right, yeah. I just right. totally remember that. It just popped in my mind. But um yeah, moving on to the Intercontinental title, um, the Miz with the Miz Taraj, both Dallas and uh Curtis Axel. Um, they're going to, you know, they're going to be in the Miz corner. And, of course, the, um, you know, he will be battling uh, the United States champion, Baron Corbin, and, of course, in a non-title uh, champion versus champion match. Um, I'm putting for the Miz to win, but I could see Baron Corbin finally win, be, you know, beating him because Baron Corbin needs the victory more than, more than uh, the Miz does. And, I, obviously, Baron Corbin has the size advantage also. But, you know, Miz being the veteran, you got to give Miz the edge, even though Baron Corbin does have, in, in every other scenario, he would be the, the clear favorite. But I think uh, I think Baron Corbin will win. This will be his um, definitive match so far in his career. I think this match is this a non-title think, match. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I mean, it would have been unification. That's weird. Survivor Series, a major pay per view, and you make it a non-title match. That's so dumb. Exactly. Yeah, get used to it. All these, all these matches are non-title matches, man. That's that's the the only bad thing about. I mean, I like the um, I like the you know the champion versus champion thing, but it, it doesn't work one because it's it's not a unification match, and two. Most importantly, we know 100% that the title won't change, you know, barring something unforeseen, which I'll get into that um, very shortly about a possible title change, you know, that I think will happen, even though there is no title for title match. If you're reading my mind, you you can see what I'm getting getting at. But, um, yeah, I think uh, Baron Corbin will win. What do you think? Yeah, I think Baron Corbin's going to win also. I mean, it would have been nice if it was for the title, but yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, man. <laughs> that's 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 the only thing that's messed up about this whole title versus title thing. Is it? You know, the titles are not going to change hands. Um, then right now you got the 
the Usos, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, facing the new Raw Tag Team Champions, The Bar, Cesaro, and Sheamus after New Day uh, caused the, the, the distraction with the mock uh, Under Siege Part 2, which, uh, you know, uh, Seth Rollins got distracted and he got the broke kick, uh, which cost the two members of the Shield, Ambrose and, uh, and Rollins, the tag titles. So as a result, uh, it looks like um, basically the New Day and Shield are going to battle each other. But I assume that's going to be confirmed on Raw or SmackDown, but I would assume on Raw. That's what it's going to lead up to, basically, most likely. Um, but um, with that, I think uh, I think uh, I think I think um, for if, if the New Day do does face Shield, I think uh, I think Shield would win. But I would be pulling for New Day because I think Shield both got teams are are you know two premier um, factions, but New Day is just a notch below the Shield because New Day is. You know they do they you know they entertain people you know what I mean they're not like like a hundred percent serious group you know yeah. so I think I think Shield would win but I think New Day needs to win more than Shield does um, but going back to the tag team titles Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Usos um, man I. I definitely, realistically speaking, I think I think Sheamus and Cesaro would win, especially Sheamus getting the broke kick. But I think they really want to establish the Usos more. So yeah, I was about to say I could see the Usos think, winning this match. I think Usos. I think Usos will find a way to win, even though it, it would be more realistic for the Bar to win, especially with Sheamus doing the broke kick. So yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go against my brain, and I'm gonna pick the Usos to win. And here's what I was talking about. What I was alluding to a few months, a few minutes ago, uh, the the WWE Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus uh, the WWE uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Natalia. Of course, a champion, champion, non-title match, and. I see Alexa Bliss winning, and as a result, Carmella will cash in the money in the bank and become the new woman's, uh, the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And that would be, and as a result, we'll have the only uh, title change in this pay-per-view event. What do you think? Wow. Uh, yeah, that was, hmm, that's, that's an interesting scenario. Um Hmm. I could I could see that happening. So you think Carmelo would cash it in on that exactly. night after Alexa Bliss wins? Yep. I think that's what's hmm. gonna happen. Cause she's been I her and she's been having, Cause she's been like uh she looks like she's been souring souring on James Ellsworth lately, highlighted by the super kick she gave them. You know, after uh, James Ellsworth was saying some misogynistic things in the ring after, he, you know, uh, before he got humiliated by Becky Lynch in a, um intergender match, which, I mean, it, it's been a while since we've seen an intergender match, but 
I thought it was well done. You know, Becky Lynch was, uh, you know, really whooping his behind. You know, uh, what, what do you think is going to happen? You know, you know, that scenario would be interesting. You know, um, uh, you know that, that's that match is a toss up, really. You know, I'm fifty fifty on that match. That's that's probably the only match that I don't know where it could, it could go either way. But yeah, I mean, I would love to see Carmelo interfere if Alexa does retain the title win and win that match and see a new uh wait but no but then again it'd be non title because everything is non title on <laughs> that yeah. night. So Exactly everything is non title. However, when you have the money in the bank you can cash in any place any time before the next money in the bank. So that's the that, that's legal. She could do that. Right. Remember? And that would be yeah. the only way that a title could change hands at this year's Survivor Series, since it's a non-title champion versus champion matches all all, all across the board, you know? Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And then, like I was alluding to to begin the show, uh, here's the match, man. Now, now, this was the weakest link of the whole, the whole, the whole... Uh, match card. This was the weakest link prior to Tuesday night. This was the this was the least match I didn't want to I didn't really care to see. You had the WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar, or should I say Brock Lesnar, with his with his uh, longtime uh, manager Paul Heyman versus WWE Champion Jinder Mahal. And, and that that's changed now. <laughs> Thanks to what happened on Tuesday night, because the the reign of terror, which is the modern day Mahalaja, Jinder Mahal hmm. is finally over. It's finally over. Uh, a title ring that should have never happened or should have lasted this long. It's finally over. This this match this title ring should have ended at Survivor's not Survivor's SummerSlam against Shinsuke Nakamura. This is when the title reign would have ended. And then people could have people could have been fine with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we understand you want to develop uh, you know, a new champion, you want to develop a more of a, you know, a, a presence in India by creating a, you know, an Indian American, well, actually he's from Canada, but you know, an Indian a wrestler of Indian descent to be a champion. Make uh, makes sense. I I get that. But the way how they did it, it was just too rushed. You know, they they made they made him like they turned him from a jobber to like a number one contender, and then he defeated Randy Orton, held onto the title um, for too long. Then they ruined Shinsuke Nakamura as a future champion. You know, having Shinsuke Nakamura lose him like twice after he defeated Randy Orton and John Cena to get those opportunities. And had they made him lose, had they made Shinsuke Nakamura beat Jinder Mahal, they would have been like, okay, they sal- you know, they salvaged it, and um, you know, maybe he could win the title back in India or something like that, you know, which I think that's that's what they're gonna do. Uh, basically, uh, I'm gonna get to that, but because of this, you know, the you know WWE being so hell bent on using Jinder Mahal as a champion, you know a long-time champion, it just really ruined 2017, SmackDown-wise. 
And not to mention, Brock Lesnar never defend, hardly defends the title. So, uh, 2017 was a, a year of many promises. You had Bray Wyatt as a champion. But, you know, this whole, I don't know, the, the way how they botched the whole Bray Wyatt reign and Randy Orton's reign and then Jinder Mahal's reign, it's, it's been extremely brutal. I mean, we have a little oasis on Tuesday night when uh, AJ Styles defeated Jinder Mahal via the phenomenal forearm in the UK. And as a result, AJ Styles became a two-time WWE champion. And this was the first time in WWE history that the WWE title changed hands outside of North America, which is, of course, America and uh, Canada, which, of course, you know, highlighted with, uh, you know, WrestleMania six Ultimate Warrior defeating uh, Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania six in 1990. I mean, this was the first time outside of America and Canada that the title switched hands. And as we all know, the UK fans are very passionate about wrestling. Uh, a lot of, especially in Europe, they're, they're passionate about wrestling, but especially in the UK. So that was a great moment. I mean, this was the biggest moment that happened in WWE history in the UK since, uh, you know the Brett versus uh, uh, Brett versus um, British Bulldog match. So, you know th- that was a great moment. And as a result, now we have a real legit dream match: Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion, versus AJ Styles, the phenomenal new WWE Champion. And now this is a match I want to see. My mind is telling me Brock Lesnar will win hands down. My heart wants to see AJ Styles upset him, as he alluded to. You know, he compared his 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 opportunity to David versus Goliath. You know, like there was a guy who had a slingshot, and you know, which is basically comparing himself to David. And um, you know, he he prepares to, and I quote, slingshot his way to the victory. So, you know, hopefully that happens, but. You know, it's going to be a phenomenal match. No pun intended this time. But Brock Lesnar is going to hold on to the to the title. Yeah, of course. He's going to hold on to the title. This is a non-title match, just like I mean, all I the mean, other matches. But, I mean, I was surprised when AJ Styles... Um, won the title on SmackDown. I was like, what the hell? I didn't think Jinder Mahal was going to lose it until, like, you know, early next year sometime, you know, possibly. Absolutely. um, WWE did surprise me with that. But, uh, you know, this is the better match for Survivors, having Brock Lesnar fight AJ Styles. I mean, uh, you know, this is going to be a much more entertaining match than seeing Jinder Mahal fight Brock Lesnar. I mean, we've, we've already seen that, so... You know, it's time to give us something new. Has he ever fought? I don't think Brock Lesnar ever fought Jinder Mahal. Unless it was like a long, long time ago during his one-man band thing when he just flung him around. Oh, no, and, yeah, and you I, know what? I'm thinking, of, I'm, I'm thinking of something else now. I'm thinking of uh, who did he fight uh, a few months ago, um, Jinder Mahal. Um, Samoa Joe? No, no. Yeah, I'm thinking of Samoa um, Joe. There you go. Small no, Joe, you're, you're, right? You're talking about Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I'm thinking about Jinder Mahal. Wasn't it Small Joe? He fought someone big. No, yeah. Joe, 
someone Joe and I don't think someone Joe and I ever fought Jinder, Jinder Mahal yet. No, who, who, who am I thinking of then? Well, he fought Randy. Jinder Mahal fought Randy Orton. He fought Shinsuke Nakamura, and um, yeah, those are like the two notable matches that he's had defending the title. Oh, right. I could have, I could have but, um, he fought one of those guys recently, like in the last several months. I don't huh. think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great match, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, before we move on uh, quickly, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, wish everybody a happy Veterans Day as, you know, it's about to, the, the day is about to end, you know. I want to thank everybody for their, you know, their service, you know, all over the world fighting for our freedom. So, you know, wholeheartedly, I, you know, I, I thank all the men and women, you know, who, you know, whoever put on a uniform to serve this country. Yeah. Uh, I, same here. You know, I want to thank everyone who's currently serving or who has served. You know, I have a few family members who are serving in the military. So give a shout out to them. Okay. I hear you, man. And, uh... Oh, I think I'm thinking of, uh... Maybe I'm thinking of John Cena, maybe. That's uh, probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, he did fight John Cena, right. And John Cena is, uh, you know, gonna is gonna be part of Team SmackDown. He's gonna he's the last member of Team SmackDown. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, uh... Yeah, let's uh let's shift over to um what you might call it, uh to, to the um NFL. You know, basically, you know, Jets are gonna be battling their old foe, uh the uh, their old uh ally, former ally, uh Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick, a guy who was uh you know, their quarterback for the past couple of years. Uh he's not gonna be, you know, in Tampa, you know, for the Buccaneer, he's gonna um, you know, he's going to play against them tomorrow. And, of course, both teams, you know, want, want to get this victory. Ryan Fitzpatrick want to, you know, get this, uh, you know, get this opportunity to be his former team. And, uh, you know, the, the feeling is mutual. But the problem is Forte, he's hurt. His, um, you know, his surgically repaired foot, you know, got re-injured. So he's going to be out of the game. Uh, so basically, they're gonna need to use that ground and pound with uh, Powell. Basically, you know, they they want to get this victory and and sack sack Fitzpatrick as many times as possible. So, you know, it's gonna be a tough game. Um, I believe they're gonna be on the road in Tampa. So, yeah, they they're gonna definitely need this victory right here before the bye week. Yeah, Jets have been playing real well uh, the last several weeks. So, I mean, you know, this should be a game that they win. You know, uh, Bucks are not that good. Um, you know, Jets should score uh, some points. You know, like you said, um, Forte is out. He's going to be out probably for the next several weeks. So, they got Powell and uh, McGuire, uh, right? And they could just run through that Tampa Bay defense. And, you know, McCown has been playing good. You know, so I, I could I see the Jets winning tomorrow. Yeah, I think so too. You know, this will be their second in a row. I mean, they scored the, prior to uh, the Thursday night game. Uh, they had 
um, from last week, you know, they um, they've they've blew opportunities, uh, you know, the past three games, you know, prior to last week's game. So they definitely need to finish, you know, finish off strong, um, especially as they enter the bye week uh, next week. So. You know, I'm, I'm, I think they'll, I think they'll, they'll, you know, come away with this victory here. And then, yeah, uh, I think they, they, that's a game that should win tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got Giants who just came out of a bye week. They're gonna be on the road against the 49ers, a team they have a, a lot of history with as well. And you know, um, you know, the proverbial um, anonymous uh, player or players you know, talking smack, you know, not putting their name name on, you know, what they're, they're trash talking about, uh, you know, what they had, what they had to say about uh, their coach, Bob McAdoo, which, you know, basically, uh, you know, he's going to be barring a miracle <laughs> from God. He's going to be, he's going to be gone, you know, as the, the head coach from this team. So um, what's your thoughts on this whole, this whole situation with the Giants and, them facing, uh, you know, the the 49ers on the world. Well, uh, you know, tomorrow, you know, tomorrow they should win because the Niners are, the Niners have a worse record than Giants, if believe it or not. The uh, Niners haven't won a game this year, so Giants need to get this win tomorrow. They have to get this win because the Niners are a bad team. But, um, yeah, I mean. The coaching staff is uh, probably going to be fired after the season. Um, heads are definitely going to roll, whether it's the coaching staff or, you know, the general manager. You know, there's going to be a major change after this season because the Giants had high expectations coming to the season. You know, they're currently 1-7. and seven. You know, this is not what we thought. This is not the record that we thought they would have at this point in the season. So, um, you know, it's the heads are gonna roll once the season is done. And right at the moment, we could just watch them uh, try to win games. You know, try to win as many games as possible. Because right now, it doesn't look like they'll finish. They're going in the playoffs. So, you know, it's, right now they're just playing for a high draft pick. Yeah, absolutely. You think uh, you think they're gonna start Garofalo, uh, the, uh You know, tomorrow or are they gonna wait until uh, you know? you know, like later on to, you know, get him ready since he got, you know, he just got traded from the Pats. So uh, they're probably going to wait, you know, if that that's probably going to wait until later in the season, I guess, you know, that's my assumption. right now they're, they're going to try to win games, try to win it with Eli and try to, you know, get Dakwa, let him run, run the ball a bit. Um, Ingram, you know, Ingram. They they found out they getting Ingram was like a big uh, was a nice move by the general management. You know, he's been like their number one target since Beckham has been injured, so he's been great for us. And looking forward to seeing him and Beckham. You know, next year um, being a deadly duo. So you know, they have some pieces that they could build around. But yeah, you know, they they just have to play right now for a high draft pick and. Uh, this off season, they're gonna have to make a lot of changes. Oh yeah, you, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, they definitely, they definitely got a lot that they gotta do to fix this uh, this team. 
But hey, you know, anything is possible. Look look at uh look at the team in uh you know, in at the garden. The Knicks, man, they're actually finally playing good as well. You know. They won uh tonight, uh, you know, by the final score of uh one eighteen to ninety one. They blew out the Kings, man. I haven't seen a team dominate the, the Kings like that since uh the Lakers in the early two thousands. I mean they they yeah. were like like Porzingis had thirty four. He his, this was his first game back after he uh he he, he missed the, the last game uh due to, you know, resting himself up you know, from a couple of injuries. Uh, you know, he scored thirty four. Courtney Lee had his best game of the year, scored twenty. Uh Kenter continues his uh his great play with the Knicks. Seventeen points, thirteen rebounds. And uh you know, the Knicks uh they won four four straight at MSG. And, you know, they're going to be uh, hosting the Cavs on Monday night. So they're going to, you know, they're going to be facing uh, a team with the Ca- like the Cavs, you know, who aren't playing as well. They're going to be looking out for revenge after the Knicks won their only home, uh, their only road game in Cleveland, a, t- a place and a team they haven't beat in a long time. So, you know, it's gonna that's gonna be an interesting game to mark on the calendar. That that if they could beat the Cavs in in MSG, uh, you might as well say that this the Knicks is you know Knicks is serious now. I mean I'm not saying they're gonna be uh, Eastern Conference Championship team. I'm not saying that much, but they could be at the very minimum a sixth seed. You know if they keep this up. Well, they've been playing very well. I mean Porzingis is. Scoring like three points every game now, and you know he's like oh, yeah. a Dirk Nowitzki slash um, Larry Bird slash Tim Duncan. You know he has, you know he's a more fun, fundamentally sound player this year than we've seen him uh, in the last couple years. But um, this Knicks team is fun to watch. You know they're they look like a playoff team. You know they're not going to win a championship, but they're very competitive and very fun to watch and. Yeah, I mean, if they could be the Cavs at home, that's gonna be, make, they're gonna be making a big statement. Oh, absolutely! They definitely need this victory. Not to mention, no one's gonna be coming back from the twenty-game suspension uh, dating back to last year. So it's gonna be interesting how Noah tries to redeem himself coming off the bench, especially you know trying to mess not mess up the the chemistry and the momentum that this team has so far. Yeah. But time will tell. We'll see what happens. Uh, um, you know, of course, uh, another news is uh, the Yankees, you know, um, they they interviewed Eric uh, Eric Wedge. Uh, David Cohn, you know, is interested in managing the, the Yankees. Aaron Boone is a possibility, you know, among other, you know, other guys. Who, who, who do you think? Who do you think uh, will get the job? Eric Wedge would be a a good fit. Um, you know, I think he 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 would be a good manager for us. You know, he uh, he's managed the um, Indians, the Mariners, I think, right? Um, right. I think right now he's probably a top candidate right now above everyone else. You know, guys like uh, David Cohn, you know, and Aaron Boone, they don't have experience. So I prefer right. a guy like Eric Wedge. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I think Yankees could attract somebody better than Eric Wedge. I mean, Eric Wedge is a—he's I mean, a decent manager, but 
I mean, he hasn't done anything, in my opinion, to warrant him getting the Yankee skipper job. But, hey, the most important well, he's thing been is around. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, definitely he's, been he's, around. Yeah. I, I mean, remember, he, uh, you know, he 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 managed the uh, Indians to that postseason in 2007 when they beat us. Um, he's right, been right. American League Manager of the Year that year. Right. Um, you know, he's a, he's he's been all right. You know, he hasn't been bad. You know, I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's bad, but I th- I still think Yankees should do better. But you know. Yeah, so I mean, when like you look, there's not that many guys out there, you know. I mean, maybe Tony Tony Pena, I guess, but right. yeah, I mean, you don't have that many qualified people out there, so you know. Yeah. I think Dusty Baker is definitely better than him, even though I don't see Yankees hiring him. I think he'd take the Yankees job in a heartbeat, but I don't think Yankees would hire him. Um, yeah, that's a possibility, but I don't know. Yeah, off the top of my head. I'm sure there's other guys I could think of off the top of my head, but yeah. That I think would be better than Eric Wedge. But like you said, you know, he's he's not shabby, but you know, we'll see we'll see what uh, Brian Cashman is gonna do. Yeah. And uh now in the off season on the Mets side I hope uh, Mets can get Lorenzo Kane but or and Mike Mustakis, but you know we don't know what the Mets are going to do spending spending wise, so it'll be it'll remain to be seen what's going to happen. So, um, you know, with that in in mind, you know, I want to thank you, Mac, for coming on the show. I want to thank all of you for checking out Sports Urban Legend with me, Wayne Ramo, with Macaulay Matthew. I'll see you guys next uh, next time, uh, you know, on Saturday at eleven, and uh, of course check out iMac, which is coming up at midnight. Uh, only on Block Talk Radio. That's Max Show. So, uh, again, thank you for checking out the the season nine uh, anniversary episode. And I'll see you guys. Uh, happy anniversary, Will. What'd you say? Happy anniversary. Thank you very much, man. Happy anniversary to you too, bro. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Later, peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.